It's happy hour again from Central City, New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. We're at Casa Borrega. I want everyone to try and say that with me, really. Ready? Borrega. Borrega. Beautiful. That is awesome. Casa Borrega is on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard in Central City, New Orleans. And the big news is it's the first time that we've been here that the place is actually open. You can still follow them on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, you can even come down here now and have a drink and some awesome food as well. There's some great stuff. In the next 60 minutes, you're going to get to meet just four of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans. And you'll get to hear some music as well at the end of the show. You might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. But you probably know that already. So let's get right on with doing nothing. But enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together here at Casa Borrega. My fabulous, eclectic bunch of guests sitting around the table here are, first of all, possibly you, if you'd like to come and join us. We have the first time ever we're having an open mic here where anyone can come and sit here because the bar is open. Unfortunately, we've chosen today there's a giant thunderstorm here. We barely got here in a car ourselves. So I highly doubt anyone's going to show up, but you never know. The people who are here, however, who have braved the elements are Ryan Murphy. Hello, Ryan. Hello, how are you doing? Have Brent? I got this right? You're an attorney, a writer, a comedian, and a tour guide. All of those things. You're also the co-author of What the Sleepy Animals Do at the Audubon Zoo, which won Best New Orleans Children's Book at the 2012 New Orleans Children's Book Festival. Yes. That uh, wasn't was easy to read. pretty excited. Yeah, I would be too. You've previously been a teacher at the uh, Heilongjiang Institute of Technology in Harbin, China. Did I say that right? Uh, close enough. How you do you know, actually, no how do you actually say it? Heilongjiang. Heilongjiang. It means Black Dragon River. Oh, wow. wow. Nice. <laughs> I want to go there. Do you yeah. speak Chinese? You know, I didn't when I got there, but yeah. uh, kind of had to. Can you do simultaneous <laughs> translation like at the United Nations as I read this stuff? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Give it a shot. Come on. Uh, uh, try I this, can, try I this sentence. Okay. <laughs> Ryan has previously been a teacher at the Heilongjiang Institute of Technology in Harbin, China. Heilongjiang... Uh, Pretty good. I would say congratulations. Uh, that, was all wrong. <laughs> that was all wrong. <laughs> we wouldn't can hold me to nah, that. We wouldn't know. We have a lot of listeners in China, actually. So oh, really? There's, a, there's over a billion people there. Well, and, uh, prepare to get trolled. You've <laughs> also been a writer for the China Economic Review magazine yeah, in yeah. Shanghai, China. Yeah, that was great. great Among experience. other things, Ryan is an improv comedian at the New Movement Theater and a contributor to the variety blog Nouveau South. Yep. We've got a lot to talk about here. Uh, I do. I, okay. I mean, I hope so, at least. I, I hope got a so, full too. Hour Otherwise, to it's going to be a very quiet 60 minutes. <laughs> to my right is Haley Adams. Hi, Haley. Hi. Haley moved to New Orleans in August 2012. What day in August was it? Uh, I believe it was August 6th. And what day? I actually remember what, that. What day of the week was it? Um, I don't remember what day, but I m- remember it was very hot. I think it, it was, was like a hot a day Saturday. in August. That wouldn't be difficult <laughs> to, yeah. to believe. Uh, you've been here since August 2012, which is now, what's that, five years ago? Um, a year ago. Oh, just so one year ago. <laughs> Almost a year ago. <laughs> so close. Haley is the web editor of MyNewOrleans.com, which is funny thing you just got here. You have a yeah. editor of a magazine called MyNewOrleans.com. Yep. Well, yeah, why I not? I learned very, very quickly. Yeah, I guess you had to <laughs> jump in the deep end. You're also the editor of New Orleans Bride magazine. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, I okay. am. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have a lot to talk about with Charm oh, in just okay. a minute. And you're the associate <laughs> editor of New Orleans Magazine, which is a very prestigious yeah, magazine. Yeah, it's a fun place. You also write the blog Nolan Newby, mm-hmm. which is accurate. Hey, um, we'll get on to all this in a minute. But um, didn't we have someone on the show who was the publisher of the New Orleans Bride Magazine, Chris? Who publishes that? Uh, the guy who's in a rock band as well. Oh, that might be a different magazine. Oh, that's the I mean, our, unless our CEO is in like a, a band that I don't know about, but yeah, this that might have been a different. Happen. This could be. Is <laughs> there are there two bride magazines in New Orleans? There are. Yeah, there are. There's New Orleans Bride and there's New Orleans Weddings. So oh. I'm with New Orleans Bride. And you're with New Orleans Bride. You're the yes. editor of New Orleans Bride. Yes. Okay. Do you meet a lot of brides in it? Oh, uh, I do actually. I like at least email with a lot of them, but um, yeah. You didn't <laughs> email me. Charm. <laughs> Miss Charm Taylor is with us. Miss yeah. Charm Taylor making her second appearance on Happy Hour. <laughs> And reviewers and music writers have called the band genius and compared them to legends as far apart as Nina Simone and Lenny Kravitz, which is not a bad place to be somewhere in between those two. In fact, you could be Nina Simone Charm and you could be Lenny Kravitz if you like, man. He's got really nice teeth. His teeth are so pretty. Well, you can <laughs> everybody in America is showbiz. Matthew has lots of hair, which Matthew... <laughs> no, I don't have any. You don't have any hair? Oh, it's all gone. No, I gave it to the kids. Yesterday, <laughs> just yesterday. Did you just do that yesterday? You shaved all your hair off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Nice. It's a good look. It's a sort of the C. Ray Nagin look. Uh, well, I don't know about I don't know if anyone wants to be nah. compared to C. Ray Nagin. <laughs> Not really. Let's go back to Lenny. Lenny. Lenny Kravitz. Well, he's got like a dreadlock look, although what does he look like these days? I haven't seen him for ages. Is he... 
He used to live here for a while. I think he still has a house here. Men and women alike have have Lenny Kravitz hair envy. Mm -hmm. Really? He's got good hair? Not as good as yours. Really? (laughs) Do you ever see that Chris Rock movie, Good Hair? I have. God, that's a good movie. Did you see that, Matthew? No, I didn't see it. Isn't it? Did you guys see it, Ryan? Yeah, I did. did. Haley, did you see it? I haven't seen it, but Okay, so we've got half the show seen it and half haven't. It's awesome. You know, I was a little surprised by Grant's hair because I had only seen uh, front pictures of mm-hmm. him. So when I come in, I, I see this beautiful flowing mane. It was like so much more than I expected. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. You're attractive uh, too, Ryan. Oh, <laughs> oh. Are you single? No, you're married. I am. I'm oh, married. Well, we can, it's a big deal. Well, hey, listen, you know, last you can get year, a thing going on. Let, i got to finish <laughs> this. Last year, the Honorable South released an album called I Love My Tribe which got them all kinds of nationwide attention, including, uh, this is interesting actually, being featured on the coveted Band of the Day app for the iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty major, how did you pull that off? Did you have to pay someone off? In the no, Louisiana no, production? man, they emailed us. Wow. They're like, hey, um, we're looking for cutting edge bands and you know, bands that are making noise within their city or within the region. And you know, we came across your music, we like it. And it was, it was, it was awesome because I got to wake up one morning and Get a tweet from you know Bogota, uh, Bogota or right. you People know China and um, that must be okay. incredible. Yeah, suddenly you've gone. I'm f- listening to Honorable yeah. South. And I'm like, you are, <laughs> you know. So that that was the date. That was the the launch day. Oh, congratulations! Cool. That was really the album's great, and it's. It's it's been worth recording. Apparently, it's taken you from just you know playing around town to actually people can take something home or download it off the internet. And mm-hmm. Do you have listeners all over the world now, for real? Uh, yeah, right I saw uh, pirate stations in in Russian. You know, it's like there was our album, and you can download it for free from somewhere out of Russia. Yeah. Yeah. For free. <laughs> so I figured, Not yeah, so good, really, in that <laughs> well, sense. At least they were thinking about us. They were. <laughs> we have, <laughs> I guess that's nice. We have tons of people listening to these podcasts from some sort of bizarre German podcast distributor, which I don't even know what it is. But somehow they carry it. I mean, it doesn't really matter to us because... Shout out to Hamburg. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you guys ever been to Germany? Anybody around the table? No, uh, I haven't. Airport. I've been yeah. to Berlin and Munich. Berlin is the place. It's the happening yeah. spot, right? I want to go there. What were you doing there, Ryan? Uh, I was just backpacking with my brother. Yeah. yeah. Was is he surfing. older or younger than you? He's younger than me. He was going to study Portuguese in Portugal, and uh, you know, we traveled uh, around the the whole continent together, stand on people's couches. Mm-hmm. and How's this Portuguese now? Uh, probably about as good as my Chinese, not very. <laughs> <laughs> is he back from that trip? He is, he is. He's actually um, in Colorado now, just moved out there, works at a YMCA camp, so he's well, fighting hey, a good like fight. education paid off. They travel oh, around. Obrigada. I know a little bit. Yeah, there you go, there you, you go. You speak some Portuguese and Matthew, you speak No. You don't? No. I thought you spoke Portuguese. No. Charm, you do speak Portuguese. <laughs> Just, just a little bit. I thought I knew more, and then when we showed up to Brazil, uh, after you know a few Rosetta Stones and a, <laughs> some some uh, some Brazilian film and music and so on and so forth, totally diversified instruction, and got there, and it was for for not because uh, really? everywhere we went, people. Well, first of all, people thought I was Bra- I was Brazilian, especially in Bahia. That's because of the. And bikini? so they thought that I was. What's hmm? Afro Brazilian capital? You know, it's, uh-huh. it's capital of the world. Afro-Brazilian. It's the capital right. of the world. No, it's the Afro-Brazilian capital <laughs> of the world. And, uh, uh, and so they just thought that it, I might, maybe I was a literate Brazilian, you know, because yeah. I see, and I'm like, Pesci. Yeah, they thought maybe something was up, you know, and it'd take us a bit to go, no, you know, so Americano, you know, and they're like, oh, <laughs> got it. What you were know? you doing there? Just hanging out. It's like a handicap. Just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to, uh, my, well, my husband and I, yeah, that's hey. a good subject to get on to. <laughs> last time we, we talked, we're you were going traveling. to get married. We, yes, I was. I was Aww. Miss Ms. Right, Ms. Charm Taylor. Now you're now Mrs. I'm Mrs. So Charm Taylor. When well, did you get ma- When were you married? Uh, actually, the 29th at, at Rosie's Jazz Hall. Pretty recently, uh, so you've yeah. been, been married for a little while. Yeah, just about what, 13 days now or something like that. Congrats. That's just got back exciting. from my honeymoon. Where did you go? We went to Kauai. Uh, I'm in Kauai. Did, yeah. pe- did people think you were Hawaiian? Nah, nah. Three percent of the population there, so. Three percent is African American. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know why so we don't all just <laughs> move to Hawaii, frankly. Yeah. Right now. That'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right now. Well, 
I don't know why everyone just doesn't live there. It's so great well in the United States. What's wrong? With it's it? paradise. I'm gonna tell you. But yeah. We're in the airport uh, in in Los Angeles, and I was like, man, screw this. We're not in paradise anymore. And then we're in the airport in Dallas, and I was like, man, this That's is really awful. What happened now, to Hawaii? Yeah. And then when we got to Louis Armstrong, I had a fuzzy feeling in my belly, and I was like, well, we're not in Kauai, but we're home. Yeah. So that's a good, that's yeah, a good New Orleans. It's good to be back. Well, we can talk about what it was like for you to move here, Haley, mm-hmm. to New Orleans. Yep. First of all, I just have to mention Andrew Duhon's not with us today. Okay. It's a very sad story. He's on tour in Europe. Who would okay. want to be playing all around Europe? He's tonight. He's in Nottingham, actually, in England. I just found out that was a real place. Nottingham, like the <laughs> you thought it was just in the Robin Hood stories. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to be he's playing in a bar in Nottingham, and if it works out, he's going to Skype into us. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I wouldn't hold your breath on that. There's a lot of uh, moving parts in between Andrew staying sober, not having to sell CDs after the show and talk to people, and us actually getting Skype to work from a from an iPhone in Nottingham. <laughs> so if he does, it'll be great though. So when so you moved here to for a job. Haley? Um, yeah, I moved, well, kind of. I moved with my boyfriend. That was like the original. Chris. Yeah, Chris Raymond. Now, yes. what's up with Chris? What does he do? Um, he's a professor at UNO. Come he's on. molding young minds. Yeah, he's a political science professor. So, um, yeah, so he was pretty much the reason I came down. And then I was lucky enough to get a job um, with like New Orleans Magazine, Renaissance Publishing. So, worked out for both of us. Can I just ask one technical question? What is that hissing noise in the background? Can you hear that? Can you guys hear that? It's I like can. running it's a, water. It's a faucet. Is yeah. someone taking a shower or something? <laughs> what the heck I is it? it's a faucet. Chris, can you hear I'm it? I'm running a hot bath. Is that what it is? <laughs> Do you <laughs> like to take hot baths? <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot, hot bath. It ready. It's the yeah. Kauai effect. It's, yeah. a water <laughs> effect. it's a waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think women, l- women like to take baths and men don't. Is that correct? Baths are completely yeah. underrated. Yeah, I agree. It's like my favorite Absolutely. part of but Life. men are like, yeah, we can't fit in them, and they yeah. don't get the whole, you know, just relax, just be, you know. No. <laughs> Do you I take a bath, Ryan? Yeah, I like I like baths as much as anyone. But, you know, I'm a big guy, so it's like I get to bathe yeah. the lower yeah. half of my body at once, and then the <laughs> upper <laughs> half, the legs it's come out, up. they go on the <laughs> shower wall. You need a bigger um, tub. Yeah, I, pr- I probably do. Oh, that's a lot better, Chris, whatever happens Maybe a, an above-ground pool in the backyard. <laughs> an extra pool, that would be nice. Yeah. Olympic size. Yeah. Matthew, do you, are you a bath taker? I go through phases, you know, for the most part. For the most part, not so much, but, you know, I have my moments you do? Where, where I need a bath. It's hard to sit still. You know, you get in there and you're like, okay, what do you I do? You need a I've always thought the concept of having a shower was such a great idea because it washes the dirt off you rather than soaking in it. <laughs> Well, sometimes I take a bath and then stand up and take a shower yeah, immediately after. Okay. Okay. I do that. I rinse off. Yeah, the yeah. double you up. You do that, Charm. You rinse off. Go in up. Dutch. Yeah. And they do that in Japan, That's Haley? Yeah, I remember learning that like in elementary school. They like their bath is for like relaxation and then the shower is for like cleaning. That's a good idea. Yeah. Have you been to Japan? No, I haven't. I just remember learning about it like in second grade. Well, at least you got a good education. Where was that at? <laughs> um, that was in Massachusetts. So, yeah, and then I moved to Missouri, and then I moved here. So. Oh, I'm, I'm originally from Missouri, St. Louis. Oh, really? Okay, I'm from Columbia, so. Okay. Oh, that's cool. What part of St. Louis? Uh, well, I grew up in South City. Okay. Of St. Louis, but I've lived all over. Oh, okay. So. Oh, cool. Brian's oh, my mom's call. calling. Yeah, see what she <laughs> wants. Can we put her on? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Where she live? Uh, she lives in Woodstock, Georgia. Woodstock, Georgia? That's got a sort of romantic <laughs> range. Hey, Mama. Uh, you're on um, Happy Hour, and it's New Orleans. We're recording a podcast right now. Oh, a little feedback there. Sorry. Okay, what does she want? Anything important? Is she Mom, anything to say? Important? <laughs> we got, yeah, we got I things mean, to do here. Want? Is she just calling to say hi? Oh, we're, we're supposed to do dinner on Friday. That's um, nice. Yeah, very she's, nice. she's coming very in. Nice. Is she coming in? Okay. Yeah, uh, any restaurant recommendations for my mother? Yeah, Casa Borrega. Casa Borrega, okay. That's awesome okay. okay. Yeah, ask... We can check with uh, check with Hugo <laughs> for what's, uh, what's on Friday special. You know, she's from she's from Metairie, and uh, like her family thinks that there's like a line of, of murderers and rapists at the Orleans <laughs> Parish line. Mm-hmm. So like uh, a little well, a lot of people who here. live so on the North Shore City, of Metairie you know, think that. Little, little scary for. Her. Don't worry, I put them all on a bus. They're headed to Woodstock, Georgia. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so Central time. City's good, good mom. Yeah. Okay, mom. So, Haley, have you been uh, a victim of crime since you've been here? No, I haven't. So far, no, so I good. Feel, yeah, I feel pretty safe. Over a year, and nothing's happened to you. Yeah, nothing. Anybody you know have been a, has been a victim of crime? Um, I've heard of people getting mugged, but that was like when they were 18. Like, not when like no one says like, oh, yesterday I got 
Well, Not that's pretty good because I see yeah. I, read, I read this blog of yours here mm -hmm. that says um, it's pretty cool actually. This oh, is thanks. on your this is on your blog called uh, New Orleans Newbie. Oh, yep, Nolan it's Newbie. Yep, Nolan Newbie. I'm sorry. It's called What You Need oh, yeah. to Move to New Orleans, and it's a list of all the things that you would advise someone moving to New Orleans mm -hmm. to bring. Yeah, it was written for your school <laughs> high school friend who was moving here. Yep, yep. Has my she moved Katie. here yet? No, she's not. She's, she's moving in uh, at the end of the month, actually. So okay. Yeah, I'm excited. So I noticed gun does not make it on here at all. No, a gun. There's no, <laughs> no gun. No, I did not recommend that. But some, there's some good stuff, though, which I thought was, was interesting. A bathroom scale, so you can tell <laughs> how much weight yeah, you put on. A Twitter account, so that people yeah. can tweet you and tell mm -hmm. you what the hell's up. Yep. How useful has that been to you since you've been here? I love Twitter. I'm like, I actually like reading Twitter more than I like doing Twitter, but there's a lot of great people on Twitter, especially in New Orleans. Like, I love following Flirty Girl. She does like a ton of stuff. And then mm -hmm. um, Nola Reddy, like when Hurricane Isaac came, that was like the first three weeks I was Nola Reddy is not a person. Yeah, but it's like, well, I think there's like one per there's one girl behind it, but Nola Reddy is like about hurricane. Like I thought that was the city was Nola Reddy. I think it's technically the city, but it's like one person does it. So that's what I, I, I could totally reading. believe that there was only yeah. one person working at City Hall, but <laughs> I wasn't, I, I thought maybe that was some actually, was actually organized. I mean, it might be more organized, but I've heard that it's just one person. But iPhone, really. um, yeah, well, I think she's like, she's informed. She like works for them. She's not like, <laughs> You haven't like you haven't met Noel already. Have you met anybody on Twitter who was? Um, yeah, I met one girl actually, Carly. Uh, she runs New and Nola, which is um, Nola. another web, another blog. Right. Kind of similar to mine, but yeah, I've met her through Twitter, and we've actually like hung out. So yeah, oh, so that's cool. I'm Almost all Twitter. my connections in the city came through uh, meeting someone on Twitter while <laughs> I was living in Boston, planning on coming down here, and she just like hooked me up with everyone. Mm -hmm. that's, that's that's how I get made down actual here. friends. Yeah, yeah. Some one of my Twitter. one of my good friends in the city. Yeah. 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 Molly people are good about reaching out. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Right, yeah, it which is you'd think it'd be like kind of sketchy, like <laughs> like hey, I saw you online, but it, yeah, I think it's like normal now. To I think New Orleanians treat it like a like a bar experience, you know, like <laughs> yeah. anything is fair game. You can talk to anyone, and, and it's uh -huh. not awkward. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good thing about the culture that's here that's carried over into cyberspace. That is cool. Do you guys get people coming to shows from Twitter? Do you tweet it? I mean, I noticed I that you're on Twitter. Quite I was bit. told my tweets are really bad like boring and <laughs> flat and which so which is why he no longer yeah, runs I, the at honorable <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good Twitter. at Instagram though because it's just like I can, I can take yeah. a picture and then I don't yeah. have to say anything it's just like okay. you like the picture you don't like the picture you know okay. that's more yeah it's just a visual so who's really running really cool pictures and I'll be like Matthew say something about the picture hashtag the picture other people might want to see the picture and he's like alright cool description cool picture <laughs> you know, so and the same thing with hey, Twitter. Look who's, look who's just walked in the bar. Do you guys know this person? That's Champ Superstar. That's Champ Superstar. Oh. She is the superstar tweeter of all tweeters in New Orleans. Okay. Maybe okay. she'll come and join us. for. Maybe she'll give her five minutes on the air in a little while, don't you think? be good to have her on here. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, we need to take a listen to some music. Ryan, I want to talk to you about the book. And sure. I've got a lot to talk Hey, we've got a lot to talk to you about, Brides. Okay. okay. Being one of them, and we have to talk about this children's book that you Absolutely. wrote. Absolutely, and plus all your other achievements. But um, first, let's take a listen to some Honorable South music. What did you bring along for us to listen to? You guys? Well, we brought something from uh, I Love My Tribe called "Summertime" because it is summertime. Sure. Is. And uh, we got something that was a single for our album that we're working on now, which we haven't really worked out a, a title yet. We have some things kind of. We're probably just going to finish the record first, but uh, "Hide and Go Seek," which. Okay. Uh, shout out to TUL and OZ, especially TUL, though. That's their record. They play it all the time. Oh, cool. Uh, so should we listen to that one? Should yeah, we listen we to that one first, then? You want something upbeat? You feel like dancing a little bit? I do. <laughs> I feel like taking off all my clothes and dancing. Yeah, then play this one. Yeah. Okay, play let's do it then. All right. Okay, this is called... <laughs> This is called Hide and Go Seek. And, and go this has not come out yet. You can't it get this anywhere. Well, you can. It's a, it's a single from the record. hasn't hasn't the record come, hasn't come out, out yet. But the single's but this is a single. Uh, okay. Our first single from the record. And, and uh, you can get it on Bandcamp. You can actually download it for free on SoundCloud. And um, yeah, just search the Honorable South Hide and Go Seek. Okay. Say, man. Look at him, man. Let's get together tonight and play some Hide and Go Seek. What's that say? Let's get together, man. And play some high school. Let's get together today. Let's go. And play some high school. Let's go. Well, well, I love you, love you, love you. Tickle, tickle, love you, love you, love you. If you are here, let's play. Let's go. Let's play. Well, well, I love you, love you, love you. Tickle, tickle, love you, love you, love you. You are here. Oh, man. 
to the bottom of the well. Swam by the devil and he said, Go to Okay, well, I love that. Okay, yeah, yeah. nice Thank going. You. Nice going. What are you singing about there, Charm? Uh, well, there's a guy, a rock and roll boss. His name is Bunker Hill. He was actually into gospel. Mm-hmm. About 52, he cut his first secular record, and the record was Hide and Go Seek. And uh, it was actually one of, of only four secular records he did at the time. And so um, I heard this song about... I don't know, maybe about six, seven months ago, eight months longer. And uh, I was like, guys, we really, we got to cover this song. I want to do some of this song. And so um, it's about, it's, it, it's, it's set, and, and you can kind of hear it in the sample, but it's set in, in a little juke joint kind of setting, um, bar room. And it's call and response, you know. Uh, it's about letting go of all your inhibitions or whatever it is, whatever is is your cup or whatever is is holding you back from 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 playing a little hide and go seek. Um, and um, the the production on it is is Danny Cartels, our rhythm guitarist and producer, same producer for for Tribe, and he he took it and put a put a nice brass uh, spin. Charles Lumar is our bassist. He pl- he's playing upright, uh, and and he also plays tuba on the, on the track. Is it happy birthday, Charles? Happy birthday, <laughs> Charles. Happy birthday. The third, the second, he would say from St. Charles Parish. What? And um, <laughs> he's also he's also playing tuba on, on the track, and so it kind of has it has everything. It was, it was, it was old time rock and roll, blues, bounce, brass. Um, all throughout the song, and so it's kind of it's it's genre hopping, but but it, it's an old time good good kind of call and response. So uh, this is pretty accurate jam. here when it says the Honorable South music doesn't so much defy boundaries as redefine them. Well, especially if it's you hear the next song because it's like <laughs> well we're looking forward to hearing <laughs> that. Completely <What's> different. <laughs> okay, that was a great. I love that. And Ryan, you know that song? You heard it on TUL? No. no. Where'd you hear? Uh, I I don't think I'd heard it before, but. Um, you were lying when you said that? No, no. Was, <laughs> that, was that improv <laughs> acting? <laughs> didn't, he, okay. did I cra- didn't he say that? I, I didn't hear I that. Did I you hear that, <laughs> Haley? Did, did you say I know the song when they were playing? No, he said I love my tribe. Oh, that's what it was, yeah, I love my that, tribe. That's exactly uh, Okay, all right, okay, I take it back. All right, so did you like it at least? I did, I, I liked it a lot, I mean... No, uh, ca- I was inspired to take off my clothes a little bit. <laughs> just to, just over the top second. button of your shirt. Of yeah, your yeah, you know, loosen up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, and I, th- I really considered it, given that, you know, this is radio. Uh, but, you know, not, not that comfortable yet. Maybe we'll see, we'll see the you second only, song. I only had one Negro Modelo right, here right. at Casa Borrega. <laughs> yeah. After all. What kind of attorney are you? I uh, studied corporate financial law. I'm doing more uh, entertainment stuff these days, oh, working with people. And, um, working with people? Uh, well, people at the new movement, uh, comedy stuff, you know, learning it through my own project and, and trying to help, help other so people. So you're, you're an improv comedian at the new movement here. I am, I am. Um, yeah, great, great group of people over there, great yeah, community, great, great teachers, great, great talent. Um, the comedy scene the city deserves, I think. Did you join that so you could get to meet people and represent them as a lawyer or are you actually no no i mean an improv actor? uh while i was in law school i got cast on our like sketch comedy variety show um troupe there and oh uh, it, it really might have saved my life at, at law school a very demoralizing <laughs> place and uh, it's great to have that sort of creative outlet so when i came down here i knew i wanted to keep doing uh comedy just to have you know, some place to, right. to create something and people to create it with. And what troupe are you in at the New Movement? Uh, I'm currently with uh, three other people in a troupe called Remote Viewing. It's kind of uh, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe a little slower, uh, a little more cerebral form of comedy. We run a, um, a form called the mono scene where you, you see uh, two, two people in a unique setting and uh, you see like all this. of it. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is a mono scene in a lot of a ways. A mono yeah. scene. So then yep. what do we do? Like yep. we have, like we <laughs> have we mono. It. Okay, you want to try one? Okay, Charm? Oh, so how do you wha- how do you start one of these improv pieces then? Well, uh, I mean, I think there are, there are certain things you're looking for in a good improv scene. You want a good a good relationship between people. Um, if we're going to be doing this for 20 minutes or an hour, like you, you want these two people to know each other. So you know. Okay. So suppose we so you you have characters, right? You so you play the yeah. part of. Uh, I'm an yeah. attorney who writes children's books and an improv comedian who's on a yeah. That's my on a that's podcast. my Hallmark character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Charm plays a part of a rock and roll singer, Absolutely. charismatic, and we just front let that band. roll. It's kind of like life, really. School teacher by day, so school. happy. It's are you summer. a school? I love my babies. Oh yeah, school's <laughs> out. Are you Four. are you really a school teacher? Is I that sure part am. of the improv comedy? No, indeed. No, I've been teaching for six years. I just finished my sixth year of teaching. I'm entering my seventh. And who are you teaching? What kids? Uh, I teach world, uh, sixth grade social studies and sixth grade language arts um, in the east at Lake Forest. And uh, Do they come to the show? Do they come and see you? You know what? This has been a funny year because now their parents have been bringing in spreads. And at, you know, now that we've you know, got a little bit more uh, noise around, making a little bit more noise around the city, we're getting a lot more press, and so now they know about the music, and their parents know about the right. music, and so they'll say, can you sign this? Shh, it's okay. It's okay. Did he have a good day? Okay, great. Okay, not right now? Okay, <laughs> that's two separate things? Okay, <laughs> all right. Wow, though, I that's saw the cool. Beast video and stuff like that. So, awesome. um, The Beast video was very cool. It was. It was really cool. And thankfully, you don't, have a, you don't play the part of a character that's too edgy or weird. I mean, for a, you can still be a school teacher and... And be a little edgy, a little weird. Yeah, but yeah. not totally <laughs> out there. Well, I was going to ask, when you said new movement, we shot the Beast video at the Always Lounge, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a, in theater, so there's a theater there. Have, has new movement done anything over there yet? We do a lot of stuff over at the Hi-Ho Lounge across the oh, street. Okay. Um, they're, they're very helpful um, for us. Uh, a project I'm working on right now is a producer, uh, Sunken City. It's a web series. Oh, yeah, that's going to yeah. get a ton of... They it's really they funny, their, um, actually, by the way. Congratulations oh, on that. Thanks. That is great. I didn't Thanks. know you were on that. that um, was, have you seen that? Champ Superstar is joining us. It's really, Our really good. Our first ever sit-in guest. Yay! Here at Casa Borrega. This is our whole new idea. We're just going to have an open mic. So, Champ, you're it. Mm-hmm. What better person could we have? <laughs> I was looking for a reason to leave work, so. I saw that. I didn't even know you had a job. Last time you were being actually been on our show, <laughs> and you didn't even have a job at that well, point. Well, I did have a job. You I said just you refused to leave the house, as I, I, just, I remember. Uh, I did have a job. I just traveled a lot with it. Okay. Um, and so I was off a lot, too. But now I have, like, a square job, like a regular day job, Monday through Friday. And I was on Twitter this morning, like, way too early, and you were already at work, it said. You said, yeah. I'm thinking of leaving work early. I'm like, you can't possibly be at work already, are you? I mean, now I get up at, like, 4.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. You get like, up at 4.30? I get up about 4.30, and um, I'm usually at work between 6 and 6.30. What so. do you do? What's well, um, I still work uh, in oil. Boo, big oil. But um, uh, I just, I'm doing... Um, but you wrote manuals for no. Well, no, no. That was somebody no, else. Totally mis- you totally misunderstood uh, okay. what I told you last time. <laughs> I think you were just making it up last time. What, so what are you doing for Big Oil? Well, so what I'm doing right now is working for a really big company, um, and they have what's called SAP, which is like their basically it's like the what keeps their entire process running, all their operation from like the field, from refineries to their business, their IT. Um, and so a lot of places produce gas, so their uh, retail stuff and everything. So that's like sort of the infrastructure of their network, and they're upgrading it. So I'm working to coordinate the rollout for their SAP upgrade. So you're in the sort of the tech end of it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Do I wish I, I had a tape of, of that. I wish I knew you were coming and I had a tape of that last interview because. I'm sure you told me, first of all, that you're a recluse and you refuse to leave the house. No, <laughs> Secondly, no, that, that you was were not writing me. Technical, technical <laughs> that was manuals. definitely not me. And thirdly, that you would never have a relationship with any guy ever because you hate all men. That's still true. Well, the hate, the hate <laughs> part's not okay, true. I got one out of three. <laughs> That's good in baseball. <laughs> yeah. So, Champ, this is Ryan, and you know, do you know Charm? 
Matthew. And Matthew. Nice to meet you. And this is Haley, who Hi. just arrived That's in New Orleans cool. last August. She's yeah. been here almost a year. Welcome. And uh, writes the U Nolan Newby blog. Yeah. We were just oh, going okay. through. We were just going through some of the things that she said you ought to bring to New Orleans if you're moving here. Oh yeah. Uh, one of them is solid driving skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a good That's idea. That's just going to frustrate you. I know. This I know. I have been learning. <laughs> this is. I've often wondered. I'm on, I've, when I go other places, I forget. You forget that the yellow light means slow down and prepare yeah. to stop, not speed up and go right. through. Yeah. The deficit. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that New Orleans for some reason have like longer yellow light. I don't know if that's actually <laughs> true, but yeah, I have noticed that. It's like. I don't know. It drives me crazy because I like I'll stop like at a yellow yeah. light. This is good say, advice. If you're sitting there waiting on and it's yeah. timing how long it is. You're probably pissing yeah. somebody else behind. So, you. Yeah. Go, so go, I have go, to, go, yeah. do it. Your <laughs> advice here is, is wait a moment after the light turns green, as many drivers tend to speed through red lights at the last second. Mm -hmm. Which, I have no which is everyone does that here, but no one does yeah. it in other places. But you know what I realize is like in other places, both lights will be red for a second. Yeah. Here yeah. it's like once one goes red, green, the other one turns yeah. red. So yeah. it's just like. Instead right. of both of them being red for a second. I think so that's the risk. You know? yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> and the other thing you suggest is for people to bring buy a weather radio, which I've, I've mm. never owned. Anybody own a weather radio? I here? don't know. If <laughs> no. no. I don't know if that's really true. But yeah, I, when I first moved here, it was like before I even got my first paycheck, it was Hurricane Isaac, and I was like flipping <laughs> out. And then like our electricity went out, so I was like, well, I have a radio. But I remember with Isaac, there was a story that our. Uh, Rouse's sold the most liquor they had ever sold the day before <laughs> yeah. Isaac. That's uh, so that's maybe that's the be. right supply <laughs> yeah. for the hurricane. That you is know, how you're going to be a be. genuine New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. like no, liquor, nice. mosquito spray. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Thing. You guys should do like an updated Fill list. up the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. need to update Now you've yeah. been here like for a year. What you do to prepare for yeah. a hurricane versus what that's you actually do during the hurricane are two totally different things. Like, you know, there's the textbook thing, and then there's like the real life thing. And like then what you do after. Yeah. Which I heard Matthew, I don't know, because I always leave. That's how Max used to go to Memphis and eat barbecue every yeah. single day. <laughs> every time, that. every single day is what do. we did. And But this last time I heard my, my bandmate and brother here was sitting on the porch just waiting on anybody to come by, and Lex came by with hot. Oh yeah, six, had six pack <laughs> <and they were laughs> like, hey, hot red hey, stripes hey, and you know, like, <laughs> how's it going? When I finally did get in town, he's like, "Hey, what you doing? <laughs> doing anything? I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't seen anybody. Like solitude. <laughs> what? Really I went through I went through the life. gin already, so it's just like, okay, there's nobody to talk to. There's no internet. There's no nothing to watch. The first couple of days were fine. I was like, kind of meditating and relaxing, but then after a while, I was like, okay, I'm bored. And you yeah. can't go anywhere. It's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to do, and the heat was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Which is what typically you'd be like, yeah, I'm back in the shed, and he works through the heat, you know, making stuff. He's a master craftsman. Um, and, uh, but not, not, not post Isaac, no. He, yeah. he went no, back in the shed. I was ready for the power to come back. I was like, oh, oh yeah. please. <laughs> I was like so in the one little <laughs> like three block patch of Uptown that still had power after oh, I, so oh. it was like a board game. Where do you live? Because we were coming <laughs> over. <laughs> <here. laughs> right. So yeah. like we, we ran your address. address. I'm not even kidding. Uh, 1813 Magazine. That's the place. <laughs> okay. Um, we're coming over. But yeah, <laughs> like everyone came over, charged their cell phones. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah, that, that, that is a good block because my friend lives right like two blocks from there and she never lost power either. Yeah, so, so I don't know. People okay. were coming over, taking showers, and it's a good spot to be I wonder why in. that particular spot is so good. I don't know. It flooded like crazy today, though. We yeah, always wow. get it in the bottom of our uh, apartment. So do you have kids, Ryan? No, I don't. What um, made you write a children's book? My wife is actually a preschool teacher, and, uh, you know, she read a lot of children's books, and she was like, I think we can do this. Um, <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm game. You know, I did, did some writing, did some journalism stuff, some comedy stuff. And it's funny how people say try. that about that, but no one ever watches a lot of porn and thinks, hey, we can make one of these. We'll do that. <laughs> well, you know, people have, have a fair bit of experience <laughs> in that as well. Uh, and the, the production costs are getting uh, low. I, I think more people can get into that if they want to. <laughs> so you did, did you write the book or is it out? The book's out. So we, uh, we have four advanced copies now. Um, this is one, and there's three others somewhere. Yes, floating around New Orleans. But okay. um, the rest are in a container in Seattle right now, slowly making their way across the country. The rest of the books? The yes. Hundreds or thousands of them, depending Two, on. 2,000, our 2000. first print run. Yeah, we uh, self-published. Thank you. Thank I you. saw it was on Indiegogo. Yes, it was. Uh, we we was did crowdfunding yeah. uh, to fund the first print run through Indiegogo. That's mm -hmm. how we funded our first video. This is and what I read on Indiegogo. This is, and you, you guys are actually uh, writing a book. Mm -hmm. Okay, first, the first sentence says, 
we've written the story, drew the animals. Mm. Okay, that's not even, Ooh. that's not good grammar, is Ooh. it? We've written the <laughs> story, <laughs> drew the, now you, how many people are writers here? Haley, you're a writer, Champ's a writer. Okay, Ryan, you're a writer as well. Okay, listen, that's what it says. We've written the story, drew the animals. Writers, that's wrong, right? Sounds wrong. Yeah. What if would you give him? That's one sentence. Champ, Champ, it says, we've written the story, comma, drew the animals, comma, now we need your help to get it printed. Okay, that's totally. How much would you? What you would you tell your kids? You, you were drawing. You were doing some of that at the same. But that is uh, the illustrators were responsible wrong. for that line. It's wrong <laughs> about <laughs> drawing. Right? I think. I think it makes. It's fine. Isn't it drawn? <laughs> the no there's, there's no wrong. But if you, we know. There's no wrong. <laughs> that's my kind of school teacher. Okay. Then the, next, the next sentence you don't I know read. Drew look at the this animal. One. Look at this one. <laughs> this sentence says the books is locally written. Oh. This is on the Andy Goga. I can't believe you raised the five. Sorry. I know. I'm not I know. editing it. I'm just this, reading it. This wasn't published. This that is was my, this is my favorite bit. Through rhyme <laughs> and alliteration, the book builds phonemic awareness in children. Phonemic awareness, a pre-reading skill, is understanding that words are made up discrete sounds. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's isn't that's my a, wife's thinking. Isn't there a word missing? Up. Understanding um. that words are made up discrete sounds. Ooh. Of discrete. Of you know, sounds. one Thank of the sounds so discreet. One of the great things about doing this Indiegogo process is, um, you know, we got our supporters involved very early on, sent them a PDF of the book uh, before it got printed. You know, had everyone read it, and uh, that was great for the editing process. A lot of <laughs> errors came came they out did. in that. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I'm so glad that everyone we knew was reading the book. I wonder how many like, of there's there's an A missing in Jambalaya. In. You know, uh, that would have been really embarrassing. Much, much more so than than this drilling I'm getting. This, <laughs> the books is locally written. Ooh. See, this is why I like Instagram better than yeah. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> no grammar. Very good. Touche. Okay, so tell us about the book, Ryan, because after all, the joke's over now. I'll, I'll let you. Okay, know. okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's a really universal story uh, that that's set here in New Orleans. Uh, it's a story about a girl and her father going to the zoo. She sees the animals, and you know they're just not as exciting as she expected. They're lying around. They're sleeping. Uh, so she asked her dad, what, what's going on with these things? And uh, you know, his dads are want to do. He says, shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> is it a different? Yeah, that's a book. different dad than, than I really <laughs> knew. Um, he makes up a long, elaborate, elaborate story about how the animals are up all night, having these big parties, feasts, playing games. And by the time the people come back in, they are all just tuckered out. She doesn't buy it, uh, but dad turns out to be right. So that's the that's the story there. Andrew might be on. So Andrew Duhon is joining us from oh Nottingham, no. England. Oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> is he here? That would be something. So the lesson from the story is that Dad is right, which is nice, of course. Yeah, listen to your dad. That's one. But but he's right. That and the other story to take away is that the animals are up all night partying. Yeah. So uh, when it's work time during the day when they're supposed to be performing, they're asleep. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, you know, okay. it, it speaks to a shared experience uh, I think many of us have had at the zoo. Like, you watch Shark Week and Animal Planet, and things are getting wild <laughs> on there. Um, and then you go to the zoo, and it just it just can't live up to... Real uh, life isn't as good as TV. Absolutely. We all know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's part of the malaise, you know? We're getting existential on this. But the, uh, the lesson for a child, then, is that it's okay to be up all night partying. <laughs> because that's just the way it is. You know, and you can get away with it the next day. We didn't. We didn't come into this with like any moralistic <laughs> ideas. Um, we just wanted to write a fun story, write something that parents would enjoy sitting down with their kids, uh, something that they could relate to, and uh, yeah. But aren't people who review this and read this book going to take that? moral from it i mean my my bigger concern really is is about the animals you know um really nice that nice. uh <laughs> nice say 
Well, you know, who could argue with that when someone sees <laughs> my biggest concern as animals over well, your in, own in children? Well, no. In in what we're we're talking about in the book, like you know, people go to zoos that aren't that well upkept, and the the animals Truth. are bored and uh, mm. unhappy, and we're providing it. some justification for that. Um, what about that's that's harder than the truth, or that's softer uh, than the truth as it really is. That that the animals are abused in zoos and they should be let go. <laughs> well, is that what you're saying? No, not not in all zoos, but I think there are ones in in bad shape where mm. animals don't get what what they deserve. You know. Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so why they're up all night. Do they smoke any weed in this book? No, 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 no weed smoking. <laughs> uh, that got edited out after the first round. Uh, uh, no. They're really we sleepy. We started losing yeah. funding. Yeah. <laughs> and hungry. So, so my wife, she was responsible for really the text. She's the poet. Um, has a much better sense of, of rhyme and meter than I do. But there was a line, uh, like, the skunks get crunk and electric slide. And I was like, you know, cute. crunk means, like, Getting drunk and smoking chronic. Uh, so, oh. yeah, it really did get edited out in the first. Charm first didn't even know. I that. know oh, that. yeah, that's green, green. And you're in the rock and roll business. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we have anyone else who wants to join us well, on the look, open mic, or are we just going to keep chatting? Danny Cartel. Oh, and he's out. <laughs> Any yeah. of these other kids want to? Who well, are those these are his sons. Oh, okay. No, they don't want <laughs> So, champ, you yeah, can yeah. stick Dang around. Yeah. What yeah, happened he's to in and he's out. Chris, did Andrew show up or not? I don't know. You're looking concerned. They looked like he was there for a minute. Well, that was fun. So, how's the book? So, now the book's published. It's in a container yep. somewhere. It's on the way now. What happens? So, you know, we've got the advanced copies. We go around try and sell it. Uh, yeah. Well, right. we're going to try and help you sell it right now, the second. Because so far, we've done a pretty good, good job, I think, right? I think anyone listening to this would definitely rush out and buy this book. Uh, I could hear I a little bit of it. Do you want to okay, hear it? you want to read it? Ah, nice idea. Page. Charm, okay. okay. Charm no. has got a, a beautiful voice and is a school teacher. Maybe oh, we should get to her to read a little I'd bit. I'd love to. Please. Come <laughs> on. Please do. Now. We could all do an improv where we play, play the part of six-year-olds. Li- okay. I've gotten sprayed by a lion in San Diego. Sprayed. And I, it's on YouTube. Is that and a I euphemism? Just, I want to... <laughs> <laughs> to let him know this one's for you like spray like a cat like, like a cat oh spray yeah. elaborate oh yeah because he well he's uncomfortable and they don't they didn't have really a lot of space in the lion's den in san diego <laughs> just saying i and, thought the san diego uh, I was zoo all was up front because i like lions and he's like oh I, yeah and he gave it to me so and that's on youtube Wow. And what do we have to search for? <laughs> <on>? <laughs> it's not tagged. The Honorable South. Yeah. Miss Charm Taylor gets sprayed. Maybe we should tag that. Though. What is it called on YouTube? I'm not even kidding about that. We'll have a link to that on our <laughs> on our site if you send it to me. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> okay, so Charm, okay. we're not going to hear of any more details <laughs> about the YouTube no, link, I'm really apparently. I'm excited now. Okay. Renee and her dad went to Audubon Zoo to see tigers and tree frogs and tortoises, too. She ate Roman candy and scaled Monkey Hill. She climbed the live oaks. It was all quite a thrill. Nice, and it's got really cool illustrations. Who did the illustrations? Uh, that's Hop and John, uh, John Clark the Fourth and Allie Kilday. Uh, they run a local graphic design firm. Um, What's that called? Uh, Hop and John. Hop yeah. and John. Yeah, oh, this, this right here is totally New Orleans. Check this out. The sea lions sometimes will syn- a synchronized swim. There's a costume contest, <laughs> and everyone wins. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's cute as hell. And yeah, how I mean, how much is it? So we're doing uh, $21.95 for the first run. Um, Cheap, right? It'll I last mean, forever. I mean, as lo- how old does your kid have to be for this book? What's it aimed at? I think we're like four to eight. It's, uh, I think, a little... Uh, more advanced story to follow because there's a story within a story um and it's like hamlet yeah yeah basically it's uh pretty much shakespeare that's what that's what i'm gonna go <laughs> right, right um no but uh i think you know we've we've showed it to our relatives who are really young they love the pictures they're not really following along with anything else right. but um you know, i think it's just for anyone who wants to you know, spend a, a little time with their, their children, enjoy a fun story, and enjoy uh, seeing things about their city. Um, both and how do we, and, how do we find it? We, we, we'll just put a link to it on our site. It's called, what's it called? The book's called again. What, what the, the Sleepy Sleep? Animals Do at the Audubon Zoo. You can check it out at thesleepyanimals.com. They all acts for you. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to get the meters in on this, you know. It would be good. You guys hey, know listen. the meters? No. Actually. You do. Danny. How you doing? Danny, come in. Danny's joining us now as our next How are you open doing mic special there? guest. How are you doing? I'm good. Last time you were uh, on Happy Hour, you, didn't you play the guitar for us? I had a guitar. I think we did, yep. I think you did too. Did you bring it today? No, I didn't. I, I brought some kids with me today. Okay. Yeah. Baby Danny's. See if they like Baby Well, they're a, bit, they're a bit old for the book. How are you doing? What are you up to? Um, working on the new album. Um, You're producing the new album we heard earlier. Yeah, that and um, getting ready for the 48-hour film festival. 48-hour film festival? Yeah. You guys oh, yeah, last time uh, the film that, that you worked on. Yeah, we, uh, we, had, uh, we featured The Honorable South on the soundtrack, and we won Best Score. Yeah, the, the, that film won Best Score. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, so what, tell us a little bit about the 48-hour film festival. Like, it's not a film festival that lasts 48 hours. It's You have to make a movie in it 48 Within 48 hours, and it's throughout the whole world. Um, so uh, each city, they have their local competition, and you know from there, I think they have a, a worldwide competition from the winners from each city. So the, the, you sign in with somebody, and you have to come up? Yeah, they give the you. They give you whether it's going to be a drama, comedy, or whatever. So yeah. you don't know anything until oh, you Oh, no, walk you, in. Can't, you can't... Um, yeah, can't pre-write, can't film. You can't do anything. So who do you have standing by? You have a director and the stars. Director, and cast, and crew. Yeah. And you're just going to find out what it's going to be. It's like mm -hmm. improv, right, Ryan? Yeah. It is. Improvised film. It's really fun. Like. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. Well, that is really exciting. And so what was your film last year about? Oh, man. It was called A Dirty Reality. Yep. It was a dirty Shout out to Breathe Video and Ben Simmons in that camp. Yep. Okay. And sounds a lot scarier than improv because, like, <laughs> improv, you do it and it goes away. Yeah. Um, you right, know, you, right. You've got Film the films on. It doesn't yeah. work out in those yeah. 48 hours. It's there. Yeah. You hey, want to yeah. keep it simple. You want to keep the crew small. And Well, Haley knows a little bit about movies, right? Yeah, I love movies. You love, <laughs> you love Nora Ephron movies, it says do, on your yes. Twitter <laughs> profile. Oh, yeah, that's right. And our extensive oh, research we did yes. here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I what love is there, what May is she there? rest in peace. What is there about Nora Ephron movies that you love? Uh, well, she wrote When Harry Met Sally and You've Got Mail, which are my two favorite all-time movies. So, really? yeah. So I think You've Got Mail was a ripoff of some other film. That she it was based on a play, but she she directed it and put it all together. So Wasn't there some yeah. other movie, like, was that something else I'm thinking of that, that was like You've Got Mail? It was like a pen pal movie back in the 40s or something. It might have been. Uh, yeah, you might be more informed than I am. I know it was based on... I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a play and then it was a book. Chris, will, Chris will know the answer for that. Oh, Shop Around the Corner, yes. Shop Around the Corner. There you go. That's what was that? Graham DuPonte, our producer, <laughs> knows the answer to that one. <laughs> yeah. What was that all about, Graham? It was, it was letters. Letters, not emails. Yeah, but it was a total... That You've got mail. It's a total rip-off of yeah. it, right? Yeah, I mean, they say it's based on... Inspired by. Yeah. Inspired by. Yeah. Does it say all that? I give it some all credit, art yeah. is inspiration. I guess all <laughs> art is inspired by something, isn't it? So and they say that in the, in the credits. It does the say that, so they had to get the yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they didn't just like... Nora Efron recently died, apparently. Yeah, she did. I know. I was very sad. Yeah, yeah, what did she die from? Because she wasn't that old. Um, She was very sick. Yeah, it was kind of... Well, that will do of, it. Yeah, it was kind of secret, but... Secret yeah, illness. Sad. Yeah, so... That is sad. sad. And what did she do before she died? Did she do anything like last any last work that was awesome? Um, she just they did a they just did a play on Broadway with Tom Hanks actually, um, yeah. and I I'm forgetting what it's called, but yeah, they just did a play with Tom Hanks that came out after she died. So mm. yeah, so legacy lives on. So you so you decided to put that in your Twitter profile, even though it's only two movies. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I thought you must be some Seattle. That was I another know. one of hers. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah, I guess I, I guess just really those two that I'm really fond of, but yeah. Have you got a tattoo of her or anything? No, I don't. You I don't have any tattoos. No tattoos so I at I all? I know, I'm kind of boring. I don't have any. Do you guys have tattoos? Let's get tattoos. Yeah, yeah. 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 we could do it right now. Matthew, yeah? Matthew's got a few. What have you got? Uh, it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Random <laughs> things. Drunk? Yeah. Not really drunk, but just, you know. You're not supposed to drink when you get tattooed. Yeah, I thought they can't. I don't know how they don't let you, or like they won't do uh, it for you. And, and actually, at the age yeah. when I got them, I, I, wasn't, I didn't really drink. I was like you, you just started drinking after the tattoo. Coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's about it. So, Tom, you have tattoos as well. I do, I do. What I have a floral leaf uh, behind ah. my left ear, and uh, I have a St. Louis arch and a Mississippi River behind my right, oh. up river down river. And uh, actually, one of my, my good girlfriends who who moved here a year after year to the day after visiting here kind of gave me a bunch of crap because she's like, "You had a New Orleans tattoo. You don't have a St. Louis tattoo." 
And I was like, let's do it right now. So she got a Cardinal Redbird, and I got I got the Arch and a little Mississippi River. And uh, I have an, another uh, ode to one of my favorite pastimes, Dancing in the Moonlight. I have a little little moon and my uh, feather costume magic on my ankle. And I have a huge, huge uh, poplar tree on my back. Um, a poplar tree? Why a poplar tree? Well, it was... <laughs> I was not. <laughs> uh, I was not. I was not. Uh, but it, it was inspired by an album by the uh, Goody Mob. It's a cover of the album called um, "Still Stand in Their Southern Rap Bosses." But I, I won't. I won't spend the the extent of the interview talking about. I'll tell you what my mother told me after I told her the story. She said that is just so nice. Still standing. Uh huh. Could you have written that in a journal? You think maybe you should have journaled about that one? So, Rather yeah. than getting a permanent tattoo on your yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> and how often do you see it? I, you know what? This is a good question. I don't see it a lot. Summertime, a lot of folks see it. Right. Because, you know. What made you get it on your back? Well, because, I mean, you carry, well, at least for me, you carry a lot, a lot. I feel like most people, a lot of weight with them, a lot of history, uh, good or bad, is, is in your back. You know what I mean? So, um it, to me, it was something that, that had a lot to do with history and roots, and, and so I felt like it should be close to my spine. It should be close to my back. So that's, you know. Poplar trees. It's a past, you know, so I put it on, on, the, behind on the back. You. Exactly. And poplar trees bend, right? They're, very, they're tall and slender, and they bend in the wind. Truth. And so there are, um, I put some, some blossoms, and they're kind of falling off, and uh, some people mistake it as the tree of life. I'm like, actually, it's it's more close to the tree of death, and so it gets really deep when you you know <laughs> when we talk about when we talk about that that history there. But um, hey, tell us what's it like being married? Now you've been married for 13 days. Is it different? It's you know what this has been my man. So so it is a bit different because our friends are treating us different, and they all think I'm pregnant, or you know <laughs> they all think that right now. Do they think I'm that's the only reason you got married because you're pregnant? <laughs> How long did oh, you you've been do? together no, for all these years? We've been together for five years. Right. Um, and um, so everyone just concludes every, you're pregnant. Because there was a lot of love in that room. <laughs> I mean, we could in, in there. I mean, that we could have been pregnant the first dance. That's how much love was there, and and everybody was present. And look at Daniel's face right now. He's like, we got to record the cut. She's gonna come back pregnant. I've already heard Matthew gave me the scoop before this interview. He said it, and everybody, everybody's like, "Oh, they're gonna, they're going to Hawaii." I mean, you, you can know, sing while you're pregnant. totally. But totally. You, you've, had, you've had sex previously to getting married. True. Just <laughs> so you could have gotten pregnant any time in the last five years. Why does everybody suspect just because you now got married that you're gonna come back from your honeymoon? Pregnant? I don't know. Have you I stopped don't know. using birth control? That's the next step. They just—they're—they're—they're anxious to add on to the family. I mean, Daniel's blessed with two beautiful sons back here, handsome, handsome. Ma uh, Matthew's got two beautiful girls. Um, actually, uh, one of the, his eldest daughter was a part of our ceremony. She did hand blessings for the guests when they came in, and so I uh, am the youngest in the band. And. Uh, so everyone's got kids in They're the ready. They're ready. They're ready, ready for too. you to have kids. Are you going to have a family, actually? Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. Okay, so everyone's <laughs> suspicions are kind of well-founded then. Well, I am not, I'm not drinking water because I'm pregnant right now. I'm drinking water because <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'm drinking water, <laughs> and too. And I, I always <laughs> drink water at happy hour. So. Okay. So when are we expecting you to be pregnant? It sounds like <laughs> that's where we're going. I'll tell you one thing. You don't want to. You should add this to your list. Mm -hmm. Things to bring. Bring okay. birth control. Bring birth control so okay. that you're not pregnant in the summer. Because okay. I've seen oh, some women that are like, they're done with it. They're really uncomfortable. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. So what's don't the best mind. day to get knocked up then? <laughs> in New Orleans. If anyone's listening to this and thinking about coming here, that'd uh, be like September. I'll tell you what. Yeah, just do the math. You're the children's book writer, right? What about <laughs> that's the next book? Yeah, so Why the animals are so sleepy at the Audubon Zoo is because, it's because they're <coughs> pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> no. they're exhausted. So what's the best? What's the best weight? month to get to conceive if you want to not carry your child all through the horrible? Kind of, kind of nowish. Now we have it during the spring. So which you know, it's not as as. Warm. So we're recording this in the middle of July, this show. So if you listen to this, sh a lot of people Although listen to these shows other times during the year. They come back and listen to a show 
So we're not most places. Most places conception happens during the winter time, though. Because people are confined yeah. for hours and hours. Well, you make it. Well, they're cuddled and they're warm cuddled. and feeling all fuzzy <laughs> Sorry, and they're drinking cider and listening to happy hour. Yeah. And this is a very like a romantic aphrodisiac type. Right show, now, actually. actually. A lot of people. Jeffrey, right now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, while they listen to the show, are having sex, actually. A lot of people write to us. A lot of people write to us and say, me and my you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever, we're having sex while we listen to your show. It's, cr- it's crazy how many... In Does fact, it help with Graham, how many people? <laughs> how many people have sent us emails like that so far? Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> there you go. It's weird, isn't it, Ryan? It is that. It's not really a romantic thing to do, I would think. What, dri- I what mean, about maybe, the show maybe drives that's people? that's the whole point. Maybe it's not romantic. It takes your mind off what's going on a little bit. Maybe for people with uh, stamina issues, it, it helps out. I don't know. Uh, I think you've got to embrace that market. Stamina, you know? <laughs> stamina issues. Yeah. Yes. How, how long have you and Chris been together, Haley? Um, almost two years. Two years? Yeah, two years. And you July followed 30. him down here after I less did. than two years. You I must did. really be in love, right? Yes, I am in love. When he said <laughs> he had a job in New Orleans and you were living in, where were you living? I was living in Columbia, Missouri. Did yes. you think, oh my God, I don't want to go there? Um, no, I didn't. I was, I mean, he was kind of applying for jobs, so I kind of knew he would be moving. So, no, I was kind of excited. He applied for a job in Qatar. Um, the country? Yeah. Uh, Doha, Qatar. So actually, this sounded a lot better than Doha, Qatar. So. <laughs> yeah, people I think around the table are probably agreeing <laughs> with that. Although I've, yeah. it may be awesome in Doha, Qatar. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be really cool. So I know the guy, whoever's the leader of Qatar. What is that? The Emir or something? He came here after Katrina okay. and gave us a whole bunch of money, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> nothing wrong with that guy. Yeah. And w- what um, what political science would Chris have had to taught in Qatar? I wonder. Um, he does comparative political science, so he kind of like transcends like countries. So yeah, the same thing he would teach here. So yeah, it's an American university. So. Oh, okay, there's an American yeah. university in Qatar. So mm-hmm. what's the deal with teaching at UNO? Is it like a lifetime appointment or? Um, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so far it's so good. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, our plan is to stay here for a while. So. I saw something in the paper. Did you guys see this at Loyola University? Said they're going to lose like 35% of their, of their student body next year. Like uh, 35% fewer kids have, have committed to going to Loyola in New Orleans for some reason, which I wouldn't have the foggiest idea why that would be. Yeah. But UNO doesn't have that problem. I, um, I don't think, I mean, I know, yeah. What's that chant? Nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're allowed to, you know. There's something a little scary. I don't know. What? what why? Did, did they say why? Well, did they it, speculate? I think, it, I think it, to be honest, it was on NOLA.com, so you know they don't say anything like that. Why? Mm. That's beyond the scope I of scandal current reporting. I smell scandal ruin is what, what I said. <laughs> Isn't it just like really expensive to go there? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like education no. all but across the board yeah. is pretty scandalous. Yeah, higher education's on the road. <laughs> yeah, it's getting so expensive. They're not the gatekeepers yeah. of knowledge anymore. You know? No, I think you it's called it higher anyway. income education probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know something? We've come to the end of our 60 minutes together. Wow. And we didn't even play another... Honorable South song. And that is a baby-making song right there. It is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Let's called Summertime. Let's it take a listen to it as we go out then. Okay. Can I talk over it, though? Please. Yes. Will that be okay? Please. Hey, Chris, put that on. Let's, we can use that as our sort of exit music. I guess we lost Andrew Duhon <coughs> from Nottingham, England. That's a shame. Hey, listen, my special can guests on Happy Hour sitting around the table have been Miss Charm Taylor and Matthew Rosenbach All right, from okay. the band called The Honorable South, which we're currently listening to. Ryan Murphy, an attorney, writer, comedian, and tour guide, which you never even got onto tour guide no, no, at no all. History, yeah. Well, we'll have to get, come back and do that again. Next and the name of the book is What the Sleepy Animals Do at the Audubon Zoo. Now available where all good books are sold and online as well. Haley Adams, thanks for joining us here on oh, Happy Hour as well. Haley is uh, the editor of New Orleans Bride Magazine, associate editor of the prestigious New Orleans Magazine. That's cool. And thanks very much to Charm Superstar, who a uh, Champ Superstar, who stopped by and joined us as well, and D- Danny Cartel, who stopped by and joined us here on our first ever open mic at Casa Borrega. Thank you so much for joining us. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. 
Christian Unruh is our music director and our web designer and linked to the real world is the fabulous Dr. Cliff Brigden. Mitch Foreman wrote the theme that was played at the beginning of the show, but the current song you're listening to is the Honorable South and the name of the song is... Summertime from the album I Love My Tribe. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by FreeSonus Audio Electronics. FreeSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sound products around including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Eris Studio Monitors and much more. You can visit presonus.com for more information about that. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright around the bar here at Casa Borrego for about an hour, drop us a line. Our address is on our website where you can also find other episodes of Happy Hour along with tons of other shows to listen to. Out to Lunch with Peter Asciutti live from Commander's Palace Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pagek, true to the game with the fabulous Chris True and Tammy Nelson, Vietnola, our new show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community, and Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata. You can keep up with liking us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. We're on all of it. We're called It's New Orleans. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, thank you for subscribing. Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at the now open Casa Borrega. On Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard in Central City, New Orleans. Come on down. The menu is awesome. That's the right. drinks are great and the ambience is, is fantastic. There's live music here most nights of the week. A lot of Latin jazz and other cool stuff as well going on. Check them out. You can follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well. Andrew Duhon is away in Nottingham. We unfortunately couldn't find him. For Andrew, though, and Mitch Foreman on piano sometimes, I'm Grant Morris. For everyone else back at the INO office, and around the table here at Happy Hour. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.